0: Our intern, Ram, decided to approach us with a great idea of, like, should we have a podcast? Right. Um, and I thought it was a great idea because, like, I think you and I could do with some couples counseling. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're growing apart a little bit. Really? Yeah. Just, we've talked about this. It used to be, like, everything I did, I would come up to you and be like, hey, what do you think of this? What'd you yeah. Think of that? Same. We used to do that. But now we're so busy in our own... Directions. Our own bubbles, right? Yeah. yeah, so I feel like we're growing apart. And uh, this this little podcast is just an excuse to chat to you
1: <laughs> once a week. It's funny because we do this Monday morning. Yeah, o- we do. Every Monday morning, yeah. we try. Sometimes it gets moved around a little yeah. bit, but it's like our debrief.
0: And the, the, fun, the difference is we have a name for that. We yeah. don't have a name for this.
1: Yeah, but maybe this is our real debrief. Like, this okay. is where we get the real lowdown. And uh, we share it with everyone else. <laughs> that's a bit scary.
0: <laughs> but no, this one I think is going to be a bit more uh, intimate, a bit more personal. We're going mm-hmm. to delve. I think our past six PM conversations, right? Um, of just like just us chatting. Are you um, sure?
1: Huh? Are you sure? Nah, I don't know <laughs> that kind of laundry.
0: Out. That's that's where me and Ash talk about um, real stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going
1: to talk about real stuff on t- on
0: this. As yeah, well, aren't uh, less about what we do for a living in terms of uh, what is D2C, what mm. is Amazon, more about how we're doing emotionally no. <laughs> as we do these things. And if I'm not mistaken, um, Mr. Karavadra behind the camera, has some questions for us. Uh, he's been told to prepare three a week, so if you hate them, judge The Apprentice what you got for us today. Uh, how
1: do they feel running a successful
0: business at a young age? Oh, stop. Um, <laughs> I don't feel entitled to answer this question. Oh, I, I think you
1: should You should feel entitled to handle that.
0: Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, Ma-
1: this is how modest Sam is, by the way. Uh, no, it's... <laughs> He's been here through... Okay, yeah, he always say, oh, I wasn't there right at the start. We weren't yeah. all there right at the start, but you've wow. been here through one of the biggest growth parts of our company.
0: So. Yeah. Um, okay, it is, it is so many things. Like, it's so exciting. Remember our post-six o'clock conversation upstairs about uh, one of our employees Um, but how far she's come it could be really vague because like Ram's actually here I'm not talking about him but (laughs) 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 like this is something that I don't want to be around when people hear but that's the stuff I live for man we were talking about what what we're gonna where we're gonna take her in her career next Mm -hmm. uh, because she's shown so much potential in that department Uh, Ram actually came up in conversation uh, about the fact that he can you know how quickly he's picked up video editing Um, and it just feels special to be a part of that and like you know, not that we're uncool, but we don't get invited to a lot of the staff stuff. Yeah, um, And that's explainable, you know. It's all right, I kind of yeah, brush fine. it off a Whatever. little bit. Invite- no, I'm kidding. Um, but what I like about that is that, you know, we are somewhat responsible for the environment that brought these people together. Mm. Um, and so that is, that's what I feel like privileged to feel. It feels very special uh, to see people grow um, and to, to offer a platform to allow people to grow um, and to unite people. Definitely. um that's what I, I i like what what about you what does it feel like for you um you know what on a day-to-day
1: basis i forget about it mm. i forget what we're doing where mm-hmm. we are and i don't mean to it's just we're so caught up and um no. i often like yeah when I, when we' when we're doing things i forget the bigger picture of where we've come how far we've come what we're doing
0: yeah
1: because i'm like talking about a single invoice and how something went wrong or i'm complaining <laughs> about something else and you you think about that and you think everything is is still really, you know, it's very small scale. Yeah. So I like to every now and then just think about like, we used to, Sam and I used to record a podcast or we tried to, um, in the very early days, uh, we did it with.
0: The talk fo- about winging it. Yeah. We, oh, yeah, uh, so we yes. did that with Jamie back yeah. in the day.
1: Um, we tried a few of our own little bits and bobs. Yeah. Obviously we've done some with Ollie as well that I'm sure the audience have heard, have heard every single one. Yeah. Every single episode. <laughs> <That laughs> um, Die hard fan and yeah, Russia. Was exactly. That's it. Fan. Yeah. Always going, um, yeah. But yeah, so let's just go back to those. Okay, it seems like we're just the same people. Yeah. Let's just look at our surroundings, like this room as a whole. Yeah. Um, it's still a bit bare, but yeah. Yeah. Well, it's bare, but it's it's like it's nice. Yeah. Um and clean, whereas before it was very like filled with my old my old shelves, yeah. a, a wonky desk, <laughs> uh, all of that. So I look at all of that and I'm like, you know what? If we could go back and just show them a photo of what, like what's going on at the moment, they'd be yeah. like, it, it really fill them with a lot of energy. So yeah. Do you have
0: this, I wonder, um, do you have this disconnect between um, material items and success in that I always, I watched a video on Gymshark where they like announced a new headquarters or something, maybe Chicago. Hmm. Um, and I was, I was just like, how, how does someone like Ben Francis or whoever's responsible for that project, I'm sure there's 20 people working on it. Um, how do they think I'm going to invest X million into that in hopes that it will be successful. I'm sure they have they have research to back it up. Yeah, but, Like, even this room when we, we spent a fair bit of money getting it to the state, mm. we want to make it better, but this was dubbed the junkyard at one point. Yeah. <laughs> and just spending, you know, a couple of hundred, I mean, it's quite a lot, this table, this conference table and stuff like that. Like, I just, I can't see that these things equal success, but we do it and now we host the, like, some really exciting meetings yeah which i really really like some game changer meetings yeah do you have that disconnect yeah
1: it took time um and i mean i'll ask the same to you in a a moment but it's it's definitely taken some time because certainly when we're in the early days every pound that we made felt like yeah this is this is a pound that's straight in my pocket okay i wouldn't literally put it in my pocket but it would feel like that because you're you're on the line you're really going for it and it still feels like that to a certain extent but You get to a point where you realize unless you're making investments, and some of them are direct, so you'll see the immediate impact of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, You employ someone, suddenly you can, um, have your output's more. Um, You order more packaging for more orders. You know, they're they're very direct. No. But you start to realize unless you start investing in the indirect things, everything, um, a lot of things stay stagnant over time. Yeah. Um, And you've got to have that belief that okay there's a difference between investing and blowing money yeah so making sure that you're investing in things that you know what you can kind of see the dots connecting in the future yeah. that you get a nice meeting room you get a good desk you'll encourage the right kind of clients that are visiting you to make the right kind of decisions it seems far-fetched but you can yeah. kind of see those those dots connecting so you got to believe in that uh, and where that, go- that goes but when you say is there a disconnect? Uh, I still value every single penny, as you've probably seen. Um, I won't <laughs> let me both. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> we we value everything, and we're that's one of the reasons we we pride ourselves on efficiency. Yeah. On the same token, when an investment needs to be made, yeah, we we won't hesitate.
0: Yeah, because in my head, like uh, a conference room does not equal or a meeting room does not equal meetings. Meetings are the most important thing. Right. Uh, but I do think with this, we kind of hit a limit where we couldn't host the meetings we needed to host uh, because of a lack of a meeting room. But, um, sorry, Ram, if you have more questions, but I really wanted to, I've got, I've got an idea and I want to delve into this. Just,
1: just quickly there. Let's, sorry, keep that, make sure you you keep that, hold that thought there. Um, let's talk about like when we were, and when we were a lot smaller or we had a uh, a different kind of layout in here, we used to think, how can we become one of the best agencies? How can we be that brand? Well, we've got everything on lock. Yeah. And, it's little things like this, little investments that you're making, um, marketing things, a new website, a new fresh look, um, yeah. good photography, a webinar, uh, podcast, all of that. That leads us down that, that direction. So yeah, I mean, webinars as a home. We we host quite a few. They yeah. cost us, right? It's time, it's effort.
0: True. true. Um,
1: the money that goes behind the designs and everything. Yeah. There's no direct benefit, but it's all leading us towards changing this this industry and and making our mark on it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think you're, I think that that's where the disconnect is. Um, it's almost a false disconnect because it's obvious in hindsight. Um, because I, the idea that I, the, the route I wanted to take this conversation down is around mental health, mm. um, and sort of being young young entrepreneurs, we discuss this at great length, more in private, I guess, um, because you know, like we, we have certain things that we have to maintain. People need to uh, understand that we we know the vision behind the business and we fully believe in it. We can't. Even though saying something might not shake away from that, people need to. Whole, our team need to wholeheartedly believe in Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but then there goes uh, the thing that you and I have battled with for so long: in that rest equals productivity. <laughs> but there's a disconnect there, isn't it? Right. Like in a very similar way of like, um, you know, having a good meeting room doesn't mean you'll have good meetings. Um, <laughs> it's that same disconnect for me. And only recently, now that I've I've tried it, I've taken some rest, I've gone on a couple of holidays. And I'm more energized than ever um, that I see it. But before I was like, how, how does stopping make me go faster? Yeah. Um, and I just wonder what your thoughts were on that in terms of when you consider rest and when you consider mental well-being, do you see that as a factor in productivity?
1: Absolutely. So, well, um, I'll firstly go to the point that often the things that are less obvious are the things that are right. Okay. Um, and we can we'll kind of paraphrase that later on. But the idea is that just because A plus a, a plus B equals C doesn't mean that that's the only, that's the best outcome. Um, yeah. Often you have to, you know, there's a lot more formula behind it. There's a lot more that uh, is required to really get to the outcome that you want. So when you get this disconnect, um, I guess the point I'm trying to make is it's not always obvious yeah. to get to where you want to be. So I've, I found that myself, um, the same as you, that I used to... Um, I kind of find myself like, oh, if I work X amount of hours, then I'll, I'll hit certain productivity. And to a certain extent, that's absolutely true. Yeah. You know, you've got to put in the work. You yeah. absolutely do. Otherwise, nothing's moving. Um, but you have to value and understand that you yourself, you, you as a human being, you have a limit. Yeah. Um, you have a limit at this moment in time. Okay, in the future, you're probably able to handle 10 times the amount of tasks, but you organize yourself in a different way. But at this moment in time, you have a limit to what you're capable of doing. Understand that, understand um, what you're capable of doing and know when to, to take off and ease off a little bit. And that's not that's not quitting. That's not like, no. oh, I'm going to just pack, pack this in. It's I'll come back to this when I'm in a much better mood. And I've learned that just as you have um, a lot, probably in the, the worst ways I've gone through burnout at certain points. I'm not afraid to admit that um, be, yeah. very open that yeah I've, I've been very close to burnout um, at certain points and I've, I've really hit it and I don't want to get back there because that puts you in a situation where really you can't think of anything other than just I want to pack this all in and yeah business does really, really test you on that
0: well, yeah, it takes its toll on you for sure and what I want to know because I I subscribe to all the podcasts. I listen to Ali Abdaal, Steve mm. Bartler, all of these people, who who warn people about this. Which is great. It's, it's great that they're doing this. Do you think that's something that can be learned, or something that you have to go through? because they never talk about this? Do you think you have to go through it yourself before you realize, ah shit, I need rest? Or do you um, do you think you can watch something like that, read something like that, and take precautions?
1: Uh, yeah, it's a good it's a good point. So, I don't know myself. yeah, I think I think it's a bit of both. Yeah. um let's take a let's take physical injuries because they're um, easier to understand uh, yeah. or, or more obvious right so say you've got a sportsman and you've got a sportsman that doesn't listen to any other advice from anyone and has never taken previous advice from other top sportsmen on how they manage their bodies yeah if those sports uh, sportsmen and sportswomen, um if they have an injury or they overwork their body they over exhaust themselves and they face some serious injuries. If they're not paying attention to what other people do or they, they speak about in terms of, you know, when you, you, know, you have a certain injury, make sure you apply ice or make, make sure you maintain yourself. This is the recovery mode. This is the physio need, you need. This is everything that you go on about. Then they'll keep finding themselves facing different kinds of injuries. It may not be the same one because they've learned their lesson with their shoulder, but it may be their other shoulder or it may be their um, hamstrings and other things. So I'd say, to a certain extent, you do have to go through that injury, that yeah. mental injury of like facing some kind of strain. Um, hopefully, not burnout, but some kind of really uh, finding yourself in a point that you, you're not comfortable and you know your limit. But taking the advice from these other sportsmen or these other business leaders that yeah. have uh, entrepreneurs that have gone through a lot, and understanding the the kind of the treatments that you can go through. So um, I mean, even talking about things such as test taking. Um, 20 minutes in the morning just to really think about your thoughts, how you want to structure your day, meditation, these kinds of things. That was what I'd call treatment. This is what a sports, a previous sportsman or woman would have given to um, someone about a physical injury. Um, That's kind of my, my thought process behind
0: that. I find it interesting that you link a mental, uh, the link you draw between mental and physical. Um, Have you, and I have this and I can talk about it, but have you ever had a physical manifestation of a mental issue? Not a mental issue, but like, uh, you mentioned burnout or anything like that that you might have gone through has it ever manifested in a physical way?
1: Yeah, really. Yeah, it imagine. really okay. has. So I, I, um, I well, this is where you almost think: is it just me thinking this, or is it genuinely what's happened? Is it just a coincidence that I felt a mental, um, mental repercussion when I was going through something? But I, I found, uh, two two periods in my in my time very, um, very. Small, but they were very quick. Where I was hitting some kind of burnout, I was certainly exhausting myself for that that ash at that moment in time. Probably something I could quite ha- quite easily handle now, I'd hope. Mm. But at the time, it was something new, and it really stressed me. Uh, strained strained where I was. Yeah. And I found that I went through a period of illness following that. And okay. I, I like to think that I'm someone who's who's fairly fairly well kept. Uh, you can obviously never avoid an illness if it comes by, but certainly when you put yourself in such a vulnerable position mentally yeah your body as a whole can can be impacted and you know your, your immune system being weaker um and so on so yeah i found myself i, I mean even 5 years ago i will speak about this um i 5 years ago i yeah 5 or 6 years ago just as i was joining World products um and it was the first first time i was really working and worked all over the summer it was the first time really i really went for it because before that was uni which is just uh, very ah, very much what uh, is that yeah you you do you just just previous prior to your exam so yeah, yeah i went through this for world products and yeah i had a viral condition over that summer oh wow yeah didn't i went to the you know, doctors and they weren't sure what it was lasted about two or three weeks a little bit like chickenpox yeah. really just just um just took its toll on me yeah and i look back and it was just very very um very different to what i normally you know like i said i would like to keep myself fairly healthy and i realized that that was a point when i was, was very vulnerable mentally so perhaps i can't get yeah. scientific evidence but i've seen it myself
0: yeah, yeah. Mm. no I got, I got something similar with yeah. uh, alopecia okay um currently got it now let me just show the camera a little ball patch of my beard couple down here um they only manifest in the most stressful parts of my life and it's it's weird because I can handle very stressful situations at work, right. I hope. Um, and I, yeah, the, the levels of stress at work can can peak and reach super high levels and I should be fine. Mm. The problem is whatever, it has to go somewhere. So if my work life is incredibly stressful, my personal life needs to be at bare bones, zero stress. Right. Um, and so what I've realized is as my work personal life increases in stress, that's where things start to manifest. Uh, through alopecia, I had... Uh, Shingles at one point, mm. um, and that's I think the shingles was the biggest wake-up call. Um, that's where I was just like, I'm experiencing physical pain, um, and again, it was I looked it up, and, and stress could be a factor. And I was, like, it could be just, like you said, it could just be a coincidence. Yeah, but that was during a particular stressful part of uh, my personal life. Sure, uh, and I think a combination of the two, my body was just like, man, fuck off. <laughs>
1: like, did your um, sorry, I ask. Um, go ahead. So things like your alopecia, did yeah. that help? highlight to you the fact you were going through this personal stress
0: the second time around yes the first Mm. time no uh because the second time i got it it was one particular event in my life that happens yeah Uh, we've spoken about this but um yeah, to one event happened twice. Breakup. Every mm. time I go through a breakup, I get alopecia. Right. Um, for some reason, and it's usually when I'm pretty preoccupied with work, mm. and then, like I said, the personal thing, something happens. Sure. Um, and only now uh, is I can feel some of the hair starting to grow back. So I was like, yeah. right, maybe, maybe I'm starting to sort some shit out. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Maybe it'll come back eventually.
1: You know what? I uh, as much as I I really dislike the um the physical repercussions of it yeah almost feel like it's our bodies like um basically just giving us some kind of physical indication that you need to sort yourself out um yeah. something isn't right because I've, I've seen it right like uh you're you could like we could be going through some some major stress as you say personal or in work but our minds have a have a reaction of it's fine you know yeah, you yeah, stay yeah. in the moment it, it's absolutely all good i'm, I'm handling it but it's not, it's not good for us. Um, something somewhere, some hormone somewhere is telling our yeah. body this is absolutely not good.
0: Well, yeah, okay. because like you said, we keep shrugging off these feelings to a point where the body has no choice. Mm. It's like it's time to riot. They didn't listen to our peaceful protest, yeah. So it's time to riot, and that's where things like uh, you know viral infection, uh, shingles, uh, alopecia come in. Um, sure.
1: So, just like as a bit of advice to someone aspiring entrepreneur. Ooh, okay. What would you suggest to someone who yeah. is probably in their early 20s, probably not experienced much stress other than a bit of uni, maybe, you, or a bit you hear of college? That <laughs> um, you, you don't know stress. <laughs> no, a bit of something at school or college, yeah. uh, uni, that's probably the most that they've experienced, maybe a little bit in their, their family life or personal yeah. life. But other than that, they're now going into business. They're setting up their own business, which is really exciting. Yeah. What kind of, um, what, would you, what bits of advice would you give them? It's hard
0: to give, man, because like I said, if you, uh, I, I ignore them. <laughs> I'm not very good at this. But, um, and like, I, I needed physical manifestation for me to go, okay, maybe Stephen Butler had a point, Grace Beverly had a point, Ali Abdal had a point. Uh, but if somebody is inclined to, to listen to my advice... It would be look how think how motivated you are to do a particular task and how motivated you were. Mm. If that has changed, that should be the earliest warning sign. Um, if at one point you thought, "Oh, I get to do this and I get to work on that," and now you're just like, oh, "If I don't do this, I'm going to get sacked." If that's mm-hmm. your, if that's what, if you think that, um, that is a very. Um, that's a sign of maybe you haven't lost motivation to work but maybe you're, you've taken on too much or, sure. um, you know yeah you, you've pushed so far beyond the boundary uh, that you're in you've gone into like survival mode mm. to me that'll be like the earliest symptom um, yeah that's what I got how about how about you just a shift in motivation
1: yeah no no I think that's absolutely fine I think drawing on that you're absolutely spot on with the shift in motivation it's a great telling sign yeah. of when things change all I would give um, because I often see these uh these Instagram posts or, you know, these accounts where they're like, if you don't like what you do, yeah. then pack it in. Quit. Yeah. yeah, quit. Go go, change something else. Yeah. Change it up or something. And fair, fair enough to a certain extent. But yeah. really you want to remember these Instagram account people were just sitting behind a keyboard creating memes or whatever yeah. they're doing. Like in in my experience, uh, we're still relatively young entrepreneurs. You know, there's, there's people with tons of experience. So they'll probably have far more or, or different insights to me. Um, or to us, what I would suggest though, or what I must say is whilst you need to make sure your motivation is there and everything, you're not going to like a hundred percent of everything that you do.
0: Right. Right. Not, not, not enough people say that. Yeah.
1: This is it. Like, you know, uh, people come to me and they, they say, you must love what you do. I absolutely do. Yeah. Yeah? Otherwise I wouldn't be doing it. I love, you know, (laughs) some of the stuff we do, I get a real thrill out of it. But there are things, you know, to get to where, where we want to be. There are things that, you know, you're just doing because you have to do. That yeah. could be things that you don't enjoy. You know I get a kick out of doing, like, accounts, which are really weird. But for some people, <laughs> that's, like, horrific. But you've yeah, got to yeah. do it. If you're running a business, you've got to get through the books. You've got to understand the finance or you've, yeah. to a certain extent. You know, you've got to put some Excel sheets in and things. Yeah. Um, it could be paying tax. Yeah, I'm picking the boring things. It could be things like some people don't like marketing. Yeah. But you've got to do it if you're starting a brand, setting up. Um, so whatever it is, individual to everyone else, individual to yourself, you're not going to enjoy it. Okay, as you grow, maybe you employ someone to take on that that task, and they would actually enjoy that. But be careful about um, kind of quitting based on the fact that you know there's a there's a task you don't like. That's yeah. all I'm
0: saying. Uh, yeah. In that. No, I, I thought of something as you were talking I 100% love 92% of my job mm. <laughs> um, cool well we, we've, we've got 22 minutes out of one of Ram's questions uh, so sorry I asked you to prepare three you might not get through all of them uh, what else you got oh, are we, we done on that one yeah yeah. happy I'll days yeah, what else we can you always talk <laughs> what would
1: be the one reason that makes you want to to be on? we're going to ask you this son. you're going to ask me this mm.
0: What's one reason why I want to go above and beyond? Um, okay, I, I can say this because I've you know before here I came out of a deadbeat job. Not deadbeat. That's really harsh. Don't look at my LinkedIn. No, I um I had a job that was essentially leading nowhere. Mm. Uh, through some actions of my own, sure. Uh, I, I was a bit of a cowboy and I, I spoke up in the wrong ways to the wrong people, mm. uh, which landed me in trouble. But because um, for me personally anyway, is because I've seen. I've seen this apply to almost everything in life. You just get what you put in. You get back what you put in. And I was told this at uni, and I wish I listened to the, to the advice then. I'm just maybe I'm just bad at taking advice, but, um, yeah, I, somebody told me that on in like orientation or whatever the UK equivalent of that is, uh, of like this is you get back what you put in. And yeah. I didn't get much, but clearly that's that might be because I put in very little. Uh, same with with my previous job in that. I just walked around thinking I knew best. I was like, that's broken, fix it. Oh, uh, and like, and that's what got me in a lot of trouble with, mm. with management. Um, whereas here when I started at Indian Mart and, and started at uh, World Product, is I just felt like and, and some employers will um, reciprocate this better than others, but if if you really put in the work um, and, and give it time, you will see the fruits of your labor. You will see that oh, I, I did all of this and now I get to see that happen. I did all of this and I get to be rewarded, whether it is financially, whether it is uh, like through fulfillment of seeing how good the thing is that you worked on. Right. Um, and and that's, that's sort of it. That's what really clicked for me. Back when I worked at Indian Mart, I was like, I, I want to make, like I'm finally working within my passion and mm. I'm going to give it 100%. I don't care what it takes. I'm just going to give it everything. Um, And I got everything back. Yeah. Um, And I think I was waiting to get everything back before I put it in as a little teaser or taste to motivate me. And it just doesn't work like that. Sometimes you just got to put it all in and hope maybe there's a disconnect there. Yeah. Put it all in and hope you get something in return. And the odds are in your favor that you will get something back.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, obviously, as we run the business and, and we go forward, it's the same when you're when you're putting effort into the business, yeah. you know. So, you know that the only people that will pay us are our clients, and obviously, what the services that we do for them and everything there. So, we can put a lot of work in for each client. Yeah. The same as an employee would do it for an employer. You can't expect that you're going to get the return, no. uh, either directly or indirectly from them. You know, they may respect your work, they may not, they may <laughs> jump ship, they may go for another another idea. You can't expect it, mm. but if you give your absolute best. Then you can't blame yourself, really. Right. Yeah, you can walk away saying, "You know what? I actually gave up my shot." Because, as you talk about with your job, and I can talk about in previous past experiences where I've given second best, yeah, and I know that I, I could have done more. And when it doesn't quite go my way, and the universe didn't give didn't give me the return that I wanted, yeah, I could blame myself, and I didn't like that feeling. Right? You know, I I, I prefer. Uh, something else to be like, well, in that sense so yeah that, that's absolutely I, I get that and it's just not expecting yeah. um, to a certain extent so, as yeah. well mm. sorry
0: uh, cut that please <laughs> I, uh, just me drinking um, I, I have a follow up question do you find yourself that you blame yourself more than others
1: Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know no, why. As, I don't... As in, do you yeah. find
0: you uh, not? Do you blame yourself more than you blame others? Do you blame yourself more than other people blame themselves?
1: Oh, it's a very deep one. Um, yeah,
0: because I think about this a lot.
1: I think I do go through um, spells of doing that and i like to say that i'm on top of it yeah uh, top of being healthy but now and then i probably do i probably very hard on myself um internally could be going through a bad week could be a couple of bad issues that have gone on and you really fall into a trap of blaming yourself you know it's like a a spiral yeah but on the whole i'd like to say that i'm working on it yeah um I'm i'm not perfect far from it and i keep i do occasionally fall back into it but I uh, and I'll ask this. You, you're in this in a moment, but um, I think for me, I'm I'm learning to realise like it's okay to it's okay to be wrong at times. Yeah. It's okay to give you second best. You're not you've you almost put yourself on a pedestal. Yeah. And I don't know I don't know when I did that, but sometimes I I put myself on a pedestal and I'm like, if anything is second best, yeah, blamed it. But how about you?
0: Um. Okay. Okay. Uh, can you ask that again?
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> so your, your question to me obviously was do I blame myself for things going wrong yeah. more than other people would blame themselves for things going wrong in a yeah. certain situation or scenario do you find you you often do that with yourself
0: I almost exclusively blame myself right. for most things um, and it comes from um, it comes from my decision to study media at uni I was under a lot, a lot of pressure to go study medicine. Um, And the thing that scared me was, not scared me, but if I went and studied medicine and did all of those things, um, if I didn't like it at the end, I would have a host of people to blame, the people who put the pressure on me. Um, And so when I went to study media, I had this like quite scary realization that if this goes wrong, it's on me. Mm. And what I didn't realize is there's two sides to the coin. Uh, There is one of just like being so hard on yourself that you never get up off the couch. It's a very real possibility. I know it sounds extreme, but you can kick yourself down. Like you really can. Um, But the other thing is that from a productivity aspect is you're never waiting around for somebody to come save the day it's your fault so you're the only one with the power to fix it Sure. Um, and so you're right it, it, there are two two sides to that coin is it, one can be a very slippery slope and the other one can be quite healthy in terms of productivity and the reason why I ask this um, for the millionth time this week I'm gonna talk about my trip to, to Berlin
1: yeah all right
0: because there are some stereotypes about German people that I would like to address um, because when I say Germany do you think you know efficiency strict mm. all of that stuff and I think what that's led me to believe is like almost um, like no no emotion towards life or no power. But the, the one thing that I did, um, oh man, I feel terrible. I just hung up on your dad live. <laughs> yeah. That's uh,
1: okay. You'll watch this later. Okay, <laughs> I'm I'm really sorry if
0: you're watching this. Like this is the only reason why I had to do. It. I'm so sorry. Okay, um, where was? Uh, yeah, right. But what I did notice is this this mentality of everything is within the realm of their control. Right. Amongst the, amongst the people that I met, I met some strangers, I met up with some friends, and if something is wrong, they do something about it. Mm. And that's something that in in the time that I've lived here, I've seen. But there, it's in everybody in that there is such a, a culture of doing more and exploring more there is a runway i believe used by the nazis that has uh, been shut down and now uh, the people took a vote instead of building apartment blocks on it they have uh, just left it just left it as a runway yeah um and there i saw some kids cycling mm. uh, i saw some uh, a guy with a huge kite on a skateboard i saw uh, like a plot of land separated allocated to people to grow things um, and I'm sure all these things here exist here in the UK. It's just the people that I was surrounded with, uh, by, um, I, I just saw this willingness and wanting us to do more. Yeah. Um, and the people that I met kind of made me feel like um, they... I'm going to have to do it again. Um, made me feel like they. this is something that they really... Uh, like there was a lot to life and they were so willing to go out and get it. Yeah. Uh, and I really, really admire that. And I... Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like that's quite a German mentality. Yeah. Um, sure. and, and that's that that might be the positive way of looking at it. Like my happiness is my responsibility rather than when everything goes wrong it's entirely my fault.
1: I love that. That's yeah. really nice. And as long as there's that healthy in between and that that nice balance. Yeah. I think that's very interesting and that, uh can can lead to great outcomes. Hmm. And uh, I mean, this is going to get real corny, but I guess things like that you only realize when you do travel to new places and you experience cultures or different thoughts outside yeah. of our own. Yeah. Um, I read a tweet about the way uh, American culture is quite different in certain places. I think they were talking about California and the tech side of things. Yeah. Um, and they were talking about, whereas the UK has a very, and again, this is summarizing in, as a whole, the UK has a culture of where you've come from. Mm. America is more where you're going, right? And what this leads to is the mentality of, uh, you know, trying and persevering dreams. Yeah. Um, whereas the UK is, I can't lose the 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 castle that I've built already, right. or the little the <laughs> the hill that I've done, right? Yeah. Um, so this goes to why there are amazing tech companies in America, the the willingness to really think beyond and visualise that. You know I'm gonna be the the best in whatever I I choose to do. So sorry, going really varying, but I love that because it made me think this morning, following the conversations that you've spoken about Berlin and um, and things that yeah, really like we need to travel a lot more. Yeah.
0: Um, Well, you and I have a bet going on, which I'm just gonna check on now. Uh, if Bitcoin exceeds 100k, yeah, man, it tanked. It, it broke my heart, not because of my money in Bitcoin, uh, but because our holiday prospects went down. Should we just scrap the bet? and Actually, just commit to going on holiday. <laughs> I
1: maybe? don't think we need to scrap the bet. No, about, you're still it? confident. <laughs> oh yeah, because
0: you extended it from December to like maybe early January. Yeah, or yeah. Jan.
1: I mean, this is gonna sound to so the audience. It's gonna sound like some gambling thing, but yeah. um, we'll we'll talk about Bitcoin at another point yeah, because yeah. I think that could be a whole 30 minute episode on it. Saying yeah um but it's also funny saying it tanked when it's still
0: well i say tanked as in yeah it like we went from 50 grand to 44 <laughs> i think people in the um, world need to zoom out not, yeah. not you people <laughs> no, on maybe, Twitter. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Um,
1: but yeah it, we are we are going on holiday yeah yeah you don't need to worry about
0: sounds them. good to me man.
1: so um yeah i think travel yeah that would be my thing it's hard for young entrepreneurs to travel yep yeah. uh it just is. I mean it's self it's obvious why. Yeah. Um but it it could be really important to to helping things. Yeah.
0: Cool man. Uh that's that's pretty much all we've got time for. Any yeah. summarising thoughts? Anything you want to wrap up on? Anything we missed?
1: Um no, I think for this episode I'm I'm pretty set. How about yourself?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. good. We just gotta come up with a name before we release this yeah. thing. Um so Ram, up. if you could uh, get to working on yeah. that. That'll be swell. Just a reminder, when you're editing this video, you can go, ah, Damn, we've we got a name. Yeah, we've got to come up with a name. But <laughs> um, yeah, that's all we've got time yeah. for. Um, thank you for watching and listening if you did. Hope that fan from Russia for the original podcast came back to tune in. Kept us. Yeah,
1: and uh, I mean, whoever is listening, be it one fan, two fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've got any thoughts about what you want to hear, uh, this, Ooh, yeah. is, this is really flexible. You know, yeah. We're really talking about cool things. We can talk about anything you want. Uh, within reason yeah. um, I don't know yeah okay there is no reason <laughs> um, but yeah it'd just be really good like yeah. maybe we talk about entrepreneurship stories people we aspire to be like things sure. like that it'd be really cool
0: cool so I look forward them. to it yeah um, and yeah if anyone wants to hear anything save the, ram the work of having to come up with questions every week just shoot them up and put something in the comments
1: <laughs> you fan from Russia yes
0: fan from Russia uh, like comment subscribe and all of those words thanks for watching